Hi, I'm Lauren McCall, founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy and international author and teacher. And I'm Bertha Eddington, a marketing professional who loves helping to get people's messages out. And we both welcome you to Animal Wise, the podcast where from playful to profound, Animal Wise brings animal wisdom to your world. Hey, everybody, this is our fourth podcast. Woohoo! I, I, feel, I feel like I'm finally getting comfortable talking. I, it's so funny. I was thinking about it, how you and I chat all the time, but it, it's, it's different when you put on the recording. But uh, we're on, uh, yeah, we're on and the re- head the headphones like uh, it's yeah. so serious when you have headphones. Yeah, all of a sudden it's a different thing. But but hey, I think we're on a roll now. And the good news for us and hopefully our listeners who are enjoying is that this is that we're just getting started. There is so much to learn from our animal friends, and I I love. Lauren, that we can use this podcast to share some of the world from their perspective. So today, we're going to talk about two seemingly different but truly related topics. One is being present in the moment, and the second being the joy of discovery. So where do you want to start us off, Lauren? Well, yeah, thanks. You know, and I I really do see them as being um, related, as, as you pointed out. You know, um, when people find out that I work with animals, they often ask me, um, what is the biggest difference between people and animals? I mean, after all, people are animals too, and we actually have more in common than not. Yes, of course, obviously there are differences. But I think that the, the biggest difference between us is the animal's ability to be in the moment, to be present to what is happening now. Yeah, and that's that's something that so many people are striving for these days, just to, to be fully present. There's so much talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of a quote that I, I saw from one of the many quotes from Buddha, um, and when I when I read the first part, I thought I thought, oh great, because the first part says the there is only one moment f- required for you to be fully present, and I thought, oh good, just one moment, <laughs> and then and then there's like this dot dot dot, and it says that moment is now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was like, ah oh, darn, and, and it's it, it's so hard for us, but that's not your experience with the animals. Yes. Yes, it is hard for us. And I suppose that I'm as guilty as the next person with my wandering mind or monkey mind, as people call it sometimes. Um, and I think, you know, people, including me, though I'm working on it, you know, we tend to dwell on the past and we worry or daydream about the future. And animals don't really do this so much. And if, uh, if listener was, you know, caught our episode on the octopus, Um, It sure isn't that animals are not capable of complex thoughts or thinking past or future. It's just that they see the most important time as now. So have you experienced that now moment from an animal's perspective? Uh, Yes, I have. And I I do have a kind of a lovely example to to start us off. One day when I was visiting uh, a local zoo, um, I spotted a baby elephant 
and he had a huge pile of dirt in front of him and he was giving himself a dirt bath on a really hot day. Uh, it was really cute. He really seemed to be enjoying himself and I found him quite irresistible. So um, I'd like to share what we talked about. Uh, I said to the elephant, you seem to be enjoying your dirt bath. The baby <laughs> elephant replied, I am. I have as much dirt here as I want. It keeps me cool while it's so hot. I asked, do you have a happy life? The little elephant replied, I enjoy being young and I feel free to learn and make mistakes. In my mind, I am free. Some of the older elephants, I think, would not agree with me. But for right now, I'm happy, free, and I enjoy the dirt. <laughs> I said, I think it's wonderful that you're having such fun. The elephant said, well, the dirt is here for me to play with. And so I play with the dirt. Life is simple. <laughs> That's a wonderful story. Isn't it? And, uh, yeah, it just is. And uh, first of all, I have to say, who doesn't love elephants? Uh -huh. if, you, if you have never had the opportunity to see any video um, to our listeners, I'm speaking of elephants interacting with people, it's you really should seek it out. It's amazing for their size and and their their looks and their toughness of their hide. They are the most loving, intelligent mm -hmm. um, beings. It's just incredible. Mm -hmm. And and I love that that sweet baby elephant shared with you what he shared with you just to play and just to have fun in in the dirt. It's it's so yep. exciting. Yeah. I yeah. I, I wish we could all live like that every day. I, I mean, it almost feels like the elephant is a is a natural spiritual leader, it is in a way. And I think as humans, so many of us, you know, we need to give ourselves permission to have fun. And I I think that's why mindfulness and meditation are so popular right now. But there are so many ways to be mindful, including just playing. And in the dirt, of all things. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And don't you think that um, people tend to overthink things sometimes? <laughs> I never do, but... Sure <laughs> well, then I, then I must follow your lead. Um, <laughs> but, you know, animals are very good at whittling things down to the essential. And in the case of the baby elephant, um, he was reminding us to be in the moment, to enjoy what is in front of you. And I think by extension, to let life unfold as it, ine as it inevitably will. You know, worrying doesn't solve much of anything, even though humans seem to do it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, we're very good at that. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to, in my mind, I'm connecting what you're saying to being in the moment is to allowing life to simply unfold. And I, I remember one time I was part of a meditation group and I just couldn't get into the meditation. I just, I, I couldn't do it. And the teacher mm -hmm. was a wonderful teacher. It was a group and I was explaining how I just, I, I wasn't there. I just, and she just, she was wonderful. She just looked at me and she laughed and she said, go home and be with Fletch, who was my dog, my beautiful white uh, shepherd who I adored. And she said, that's your meditation. 
Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I went home and hung out with him and I was in the moment and it was, she was exactly right. So it just, yep. you know, I think it, it's many different ways we look at it. And so how does that being in the moment from an animal's perspective lead to the joy of discovery? Um, well, I have kind of an interesting example here. Um, I'm very fortunate that I've made a couple of trips to Africa and um, <laughs> talked to as many animals as I could. Um, let me give you an example of a, a bit of conversation I had with quite a stunning male Hemsbok. Sorry, I don't speak Afrikaans well, but a Hemsbok is a type of antelope. And um, this is the one that's uh, quite large and the antlers are really long and just slightly curved. Um, and this particular Hemsbok lived on a nature reserved in, in South Africa, like, like Kruger. And he, um, he was used to seeing, you know, a lot of people driving through the park, um, looking, you know, driving in their cars, looking around, hoping to see animals at every turn. And um, I, I wanted to ask him, you know, what he what he thought about all this, about being on display like this. So I asked him, what do you think of all those people stopping to take photos of you? Hemsbach replied, well, I feel admired, I suppose. It's always nice to be admired. Don't people feel that way too? I replied, oh, yes, we do. I said, what do you think is the difference between people and animals? Hemsbach replied, animals take life as they come to it. We think that life comes as it comes and in its own time. It's a bit like the way people drive around here expecting to see certain animals. In reality, You come to animals as you come to them. You cannot force them to appear at any given time or place. So it is the joy of discovery that is so important. I said, I agree. I said, you know, sometimes people can try to force things or have fixed ideas about what they want in life. Hemsbach said, ah, I see. I think that in life, you must search less and allow yourself to discover more. I really like that. And so, in other words, Hemsbach was saying, take life as it comes and allow yourself the joy of discovery. And being in the now is allowing yourself to be present to that discovery. Boy, I, I just love that. You know, as humans, we, we try so hard to discover things we think we need or want or need to know. And to me, the Hemisbach is, as you said, is just say, saying to allow things to gently unfold without judgment. And especially, we never have the full picture anyway. So we're projecting rather than being in the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it reminds me of... I think we've all had the experience of being in the shower and you're just relaxing and being in the shower and all of a sudden you get this great idea that comes to you seemingly <laughs> out of the blue. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And and I that's how I connect those two thoughts that that moment of just being allowed for that joy of that discovery. <laughs> you, you know, um, that shower. The my friend Debbie calls it the Zen of shower. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it is. It, it is. is. I sometimes when I'm stuck on a, a project or stuck for an idea, I feel like I should just jump in the shower. <laughs> Actually, yeah, uh, of course. Or, of course. Or at least take a walk. Yeah. At least take a walk. But you so know, I, I think I'm, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, being in the now is, is uh, as we said, allowing yourself to be present to discovery and open to the possibility of change. You know, um, and and I think um, animals feel that is one of the keys to a happy life. You know, people, it seems to me that people often admire animals for their ability to bounce back from difficult situations, for example, Um, whether it's illness or perhaps they were lost or abandoned or even sometimes abused. And yet they show an almost infinite capacity for forgiveness and the ability to enjoy life anew. And I think this philosophy of being in the now, allowing things to unfold as they will, is really the fundamental cornerstone to how they see things. Well, yeah, and you're, what, what you're making me think with that is that they, they don't fear change because they live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and so sometimes we live in our heads in the future and the past, and we, we, that causes that fear of change, and they just accept whatever it is. So I, I, that's, that's an interesting idea that living in the moment helps you beat fear of change, too. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm going to be just be and uh, let the rest of this week unfold and see what I can discover. How about you? I think that's a really, really nice takeaway from this. Let's just allow things to unfold and see what we can discover. And, you know, I think it, don't you think that it, it just, it gives us that feeling of um, refreshing oneself or looking at one's life with fresh eyes? You know, what, what's the discovery today? What's going to happen today? Right, exactly, exactly. And I think being, again, going back to no judgment and uh, letting go of that fear of change and just just being, it's so much easier said than done, but I'm going to try and follow the animal's leads, that's for sure. Yes. Well, I, you know, I observe my animal family members closely, um, and sometimes they really do dictate the rhythm for me. Um, There are times in the past when I've been, you know, like quite stressed out or busy. And more than once, my cat has said to me, you know, you should just come lay on the floor in the sunbeam with me. And it, it's so simple, you know, and it just caught me up short. And I thought, yeah, I, I could do that. I could go lay on the floor in a sunbeam and just be there and enjoy that moment. And I have found it really helpful. It's sort of like your shower example. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think I think also with our our companion animals, um particularly I know during this time of of quarantine and of the strange and 
times that we're going through now, um, the companion animals are lifelines for a lot of people because they 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 simply be they're just there for them mm-hmm. and and they it just I know they are a joy for everyone I know who has an animal they just it's it's a lifesaver basically yep yep absolutely so. absolutely so we will go forth and discover the week. Yes, let it unfold and be. And, <laughs> and wish the be. same for everybody else. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So th- thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Animal Wise this week. If you've enjoyed what you've heard and want to hear more, please subscribe and tell all your friends, family, and even feel free to tell perfect strangers. Thanks and talk to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>